0: This is the Evolution Exchange Podcast, a platform that brings the Nordic tech community together. My name is Sean Hughes, I connect businesses with freelance tech solutions, and I'm your host. Welcome to another installment of the Evolution Exchange Podcast. Today I'm joined by Prakash Rajakobalan, Atta Akaldi, and Ben Robbins to discuss the, the topic of working from home and how to get the best out of our teams when working remotely. Before we delve deeper into the topic, we're going to work our way around the room just with some introductions, as we always do. Um, Atta, I'm going to throw it around to you first. Do you want to tell us a bit more about yourself, uh, about what you've been up to?
1: Yes, uh, hi, my name is Atta. I work as a product manager for uh, the customer dashboard uh, at Cinge. Uh I, I have uh, a game, a background in gaming. I used to work with uh, companies like Freelance Design, uh, Funrock, and Avalanche. And uh, recently I switched to communication and uh, customer dashboards and stuff like that at CENGE. So nice to meet you.
0: Thanks, Atta. Ben, we'll come to you next.
2: Yeah, so Ben Robbins. um, I'm currently working for Puzzle as a talent acquisition manager. Uh, I've been in recruitment or talent acquisition for about nine years. i got the wrinkles to prove it and uh, about three of those years were in the UK, three of those years in France and last three years in uh, in Sweden so a bit of a, a rounded experience culturally as well.
0: I'm intrigued given my position and you work in multiple markets what's your favorite market that you've that you've worked?
2: That's tough, actually, because I think I've worked a lot of different sectors as well, so I started out in in health and safety recruitment, which is quite a specialist, uh, moved quickly on to the kind of aerospace and defence market. I spent a few years in, in agriculture and raw materials, and it's only been the last two and a bit years that I've been in tech. Um, loved them all for different reasons, but I think aerospace and defence was probably the most uh, interesting and exciting.
0: Everyone knows a recruiter or a talent acquisition partner that's been in aerospace and defense. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, We have a huge division in the UK for aerospace and defense. Uh, Thank you very much, Ben. Prakash, do you want to tell us a bit more about yourself?
3: Hi. Hi, everyone. So I work as a head of product at uh, Universal Communications. Um, Basically, we work heavily with data and data platforms. It's a small group of uh, product owners and analysts working tightly focusing on data related products and data platforms. That's one of our key here. And my background is pretty much last few years I would say have been exploring growth analytics, product analytics, working heavily with marketing and now into your favorite space, Sean and Ben, working close to employer branding and uh, uh, trying to get into human resource area basically and see how that industry spaces on. And yeah, it's very exciting times for us, I would say, as a as a company, and that we are going really, really at very high pace right now. So, yes, I'm really excited to be here and part of this call.
0: Thanks, everyone. Some great introductions there. So now we've established a um, bit of a context, colored a bit of background to each of you, and we'll move on to the topic in focus today. Um, So you've all come to the meeting with a question or a statement on the topic. Today's topic is working from home and how to get the best out of our teams when working remotely. Super topical, especially right now. Um, I don't know about you guys, but we've had the guidance now in the UK to be back from home. As you can see, I'm sat um, very much not in an office space. Um, For for the listeners, I'm sat on my sofa. Um, I have a partner that works. In the next room uh, who's on calls all day so um, I'm shifted in here because she wins most battles. Um, challenges that I'm sure you will all face um, but as usual I'll work around the room asking each of you to sort of pose your question and the reasons behind it. We'll ask for a little bit of context as well um, and then you each will have the opportunity to give your take on the given situation by each contributor. So Ben we'll start with you. Um, have you got your question to hand? Uh, not it for you yeah. I've got it here. so so you asked since working from home, do you feel connected enough to your teammates and if so, um why and if not, why not? So give us a bit of a background to that and then we'll work um our way to atha and to Prakash for their um their insights.
2: Yeah, I think um this is. Not necessarily a personal one for me, but the, like the the first instinct that I had when looking at the the title of the uh, of the podcast um, was that you know the emotional side and the social side of of having to work from home because um, it affects all of us in in that way. You know whether you're someone who much prefers working from home or whether you're someone you know like me who probably re- uh, prefers being around people and being. Uh, uh, a kind of a uh, bit of a social butterfly at work as, as well as outside of work. Um, and I think that's the, the the thing that I've come across since working uh, from home personally. Last two years, I've worked mostly remotely. And it's that little connection. Um, you can call it, you know, socio-professional, uh, maybe. But that little connection, I know you're not necessarily there at work to, to make friends, but it does help a lot you know to the enjoyment of your daily your daily work which for most of us is eight or nine hours a day it's a long time if you don't like the people around you right um and i think you can only really like the people around you if you get to know them on some level um so i think that the biggest way that it's impacted me personally but a lot of people that i know is is not feeling like they are i don't want to go as far to say included but feeling like they just don't have that extra connection. With the people around them, because they're not around them enough. Um, so that's the angle that I came at, at from uh, with this question.
0: Completely agree. It's a it's a massive thing in the workspace um, to have that element of collaboration, and um, you can buzz off people's vibes. I think um, someone's having a good day, and you can they can really lift you. Whereas at home, sometimes when you're in your own energy, if you're having a bit of a down one, um, it's hard sometimes to pick yourself back up um Atta, I'll come to you first what are your thoughts have you had any successes um with connecting with the team any any shortcomings anything that you'd that you'd recommend
1: yeah so yeah luckily most of my team are in Poland uh, these days so uh, we're already distributed right um but if we if we take a look at for example the other teams uh, at sense for example and uh, my relationship with the other product managers Yes, I miss that uh, a lot because when the, for the uh, during the days where we worked at home, uh, like for a year or so, uh, I miss the lunches. For example, right? This is where you you go to lunch. You talk a lot. You exchange expertise. You sometimes, you know, um, talk about the issues you have, how to solve them, and so on. And that we um, I missed a lot. And there is. It wasn't easy to find uh, a replacement or a slot that replaces this. It's really hard to uh, schedule like one hour a week or something when it's not lunch and during lunch they're having lunch with their families. So so it's it's really hard. So that's that's I think the hardest thing uh, during uh, the past uh, year and a half. But other than that, I think the team itself, since it's already distributed, we're we're used to and uh, not being in front of each other, right? Uh, so we came up with other ways, like uh, we meet uh, every morning and stuff like that. We we try to not, uh, it's not just work, right? You don't say, good morning, how is work? It's like, good morning, what did you do yesterday? And so on. So we we try to make it as personal as possible. So that's basically how how we, we had it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Something that we have started to implicate um mainly when we were working from home last time uh, last lockdown now it's come back we've started doing um, a daily meeting we obviously have our money stand-ups um, but we also um, we do a fika and anyone that uh, talks about work is kicked out um, <laughs> it's not quite as serious as that but yeah the, the idea is to um, well I'm sure you're all familiar with the word fika um, being in Sweden or having worked in Sweden um, and it's our goal simply to talk about what you're doing this evening how was last night and um, what have you got your boyfriend for christmas stuff like that um which really really helps in order to build those relationships not just on a on a work um basis Um it works super well for us um prakash we'll come to you what are your um thoughts any any advice any key learnings from the last sort of 18 months two years or so
3: well, from personal end, I think I'm more or more like Ben. I would say very extroverted, social person. It puts me really in a situation not having people around me. So it's like I allow waking up like early around seven and then leave home and look forward to some standard restaurants with breakfast before I go to office. And and and, and all those things, A big shut, especially in Stockholm, half of the time is dark and when you wake up in the morning, So it's like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on here? It's that kind of a feeling many days. And then even at office, like, you know, so many times we are more like, okay, hey, now he's someone your colleagues next to, let's go into the meeting room. You miss that presence of another person. I was, completely shattered in the, in, the, in the early half i would say that's that's one part of the story but then we did manage quite a lot by meeting in stockholm very often and office was open for hybrid so personally i like it i like hybrid culture then that's my personal choice but at the same time when it comes to Question or something of my learning would be we have been changing quite a lot in our company. So the dynamics behind forming teams and then number of people leaving and then like a, so almost there were teams from Poland and Ukraine. We were looking for a, like consultants and engineers to hire and form teams. So I I was put into one specific challenge like how working from home you can when your team is already well trusted, well productive. That's one part of the story. That's fine. But if the team being working from, you're forming a new team or let's in a place where things are moving, the moving parts are a lot, companies moving and the employment people are like coming in and going out. How do you get people and build a productive team? And that that was one of the challenges that, according to me, um, I don't know, I still don't have a clear answer for that question. I'm just saying that that has been a challenge.
0: I think on employment as well. I mean, it's very easy for me to say, given my position, um, and that I work an awful lot with candidates and fulfilling solutions for uh, my clients. Um, remote working has been um, a real eye opener for some companies. In I like to say, broadening the sort of the net, um, casting the net wider for the talent that you can attract, and uh, because historically, if we if we're being honest. It, you would be limited to to the people that are within, say, a 50 to 60 mile radius of the office so that they could come in and that'd be feasible. Whereas now, someone could be in the same time zone, but be, I don't know, 3,500 miles away from you, um, but can still contribute just as much as someone could do who's in the, the next room. Um, and remote working is really, really um, given the employers, given businesses, from my perspective at least, uh, the opportunity to to cast the net wider and, and have a look at people that, that may not be so close um which gives you the real opportunity to get in the talent that your um that your your project may need um ben have you anything to add before we move on to the next question
2: no, i think you brought you brought up some some really good points um and i suppose then you know once once you've got that talent in like you've uh like you just said it's about making sure it sticks um, so, you know, the the points around having daily meetings with each other, making it a lot more personal. I think that's what employers now have to, to really work towards because, you know, you can't stick a ping pong table in the middle of a team's re- uh, meeting, unfortunately. So you've got to find, you know, more creative ways to uh, to get employees together on a regular basis that isn't just talking about the next, next or the current project. Um, and every employee is going to respond differently to that, right? Uh, even those those personal things, but uh, it's about trying and, and seeing what sticks for me.
0: Perfect. So, Atta, we'll come to your question next. Um, you wanted to ask, how do you build up team spirit and the relationship between team members? So, as a product manager, I'm sure you deal with, um, yeah. with, with a whole host of people, developers, designers, yeah. um, and managing relationships across, Probably cross-functional teams. So, give me a bit more of a um, a background to it, and then we'll we'll go to yeah. uh, to Ben and Prakash.
1: Yeah. So uh, basically, it's about uh, you know what we talked about uh, from the previous question, like how do we build uh, build the spirit? How do we uh, establish relationships between teams? And uh, what what do we do to to keep that ongoing? Sometimes, you know. Uh, times where you have lots to do or deliveries coming and everyone is like deep in their head into the sand, right? Just focused doing their job. How, how do you bring back the relationship? How do you bring uh, the friendship to the top? When there is tension like everyone is, is asking someone for something? How, how do you uh, unmask this and uh, you know bring the, the person behind to, to come and uh, talk to the other person? Uh, we're we're uh, like outside of the professional uh, guidelines. So that's basically, I think, uh, the background of this question. Yeah.
0: Cheers, Atta. Prakash, we'll come to you first this time. Um What are your thoughts?
3: Yeah, I think uh, this clearly touch bases similar question that I actually placed it in my previous. Uh, I put forward the same question. I would say, how do you? Um, get the team to connect and become a productive team. So we try doing quite quite. sure you can motivate by bringing them together uh, or, or having sessions where like a, at least on a regular basis, um, providing workshops or bringing them to your office or like a, people flying over there and making sure that, okay, you can share whatever you want and you don't need to think twice about it or um, how do you how to get honest comments how to get from from a team that's building from the scratch from from people who are moving parts or too many and and there only one thing i can tell you would be one help the more clear as a product and the team's vision and goals are and how you can motivate then this happens it can go in at a slow pace into the team and it's really, really important to focus on, especially working from home, make sure that people are motivated and they are they are able to be driven to, to, to add value. And that's a challenge. And I'm also interested in hearing uh, your comments on like what you I guess, have done in your organization. But that is where I am really sitting right now. We have pumped in quite a lot of new teams here. And I'm really sitting on how to build a good team with this hybrid or working culture.
0: It's really interesting point that you that you bring up there, in so much as um, looking at how to keep people motivated and 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 how you do that. Because um, I know at least in our team, we we've had sort of colloquial conversations um, off the record that have sort of been a bit like, is productivity inherently down when you're working from home? Um, is it natural to to be that way? And how do you stop that from from being the case? How do you continue to keep that? Pace and that um, sort of drive up. Um, I don't know whether anyone's got any suggestions, um, any things that they've implemented, um, anything that they've, or whether anyone even finds that that's the case. Uh, But Ben, we'll come to you next. What are your thoughts on building team spirit and relationships?
2: I think I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I think for most people, you know, working from home naturally brings doesn't necessarily bring your productivity down but probably brings your overall happiness at work down a little bit and and the first you know my question and uh, Atta's question are both you know talking about getting the best of teams but not focusing on the work side of things so I think everyone's well aware right that a lot of the productivity a lot of you know being the best self you can at work, work actually comes from the the more social aspect of things um and, and, that's, and there's no silver bullet to that because everyone's different socially. So I think a lot of that is actually doing things outside of teams, you know, universal stuff. I give you an example that we've recently run a, a puzzle. We did like a 10 days of Christmas uh, leading up to it actually finished today, where each day we had a different theme. So it was like, tell your favorite Christmas joke, um, you know, post a, a picture of your kid or your pet, dressed up in, in Christmas gear and everyone kind of, you know, loves a dog dressed up as an elf, right? So there was a lot of interaction and, and you know, words exchanged just over something as, as trivial as that uh, between teams, between countries. Um, we're starting up like a, a virtual games night every Thursday uh, in January. So anyone who's interested in playing like online board games can get together after work for an hour or two and do something like that. You know, I think in past companies I've done virtual cocktail sessions and, you know, different groups of people in different countries are going to be both interested in that and thus motivated by it. So I think the more non-professional clubs and get-togethers are on the most diverse spectrum that you can make it, you know, there'll be one person who's interested in all of them. There'll be someone who's interested in nothing. So the person who's come to none of it, you know, ask them, Ask the employees. I think that's the most simple thing. How do you motivate people? Um, we have a, a, a weekly stand-up uh, with everybody in the company. Uh, so there's 250 people at Puzzle right now. The CEO does a weekly stand-up every Thursday, and some of it's big picture. You know, it's about what's next in Q1, Q2 of of next year. But some of it is as simple as he'll do a, a live survey about what would you prefer for X, Y, and Z. Um, he did one for working from home and it turns out about 70% of people would prefer to be hybrid and come into the office one or two days a week and the rest of the time you know be uh, be at home. So just simple surveys like that ask people what they want and respond to it and that's how you're going to motivate people ultimately.
0: The a big thing employee experience I think uh, yeah. and making a job more than a job. Um, I know that we're very good at it and um, we do um, I mean, we don't have the, um, I was going to say issue, but issue is the wrong word. We don't have the situation of people working in from different countries in our team, um, but we have people from different cultures, uh, and that gives us a real opportunity to um, unite together and learn about each other. We do like cooking classes. Uh, we've done cocktail classes, like, like you mentioned as well, Ben. Um, we do a weekly quiz. Um and it really is just about sort of, for me at least, as an employee, um, making work more than work um, and making it feel like. You then got a talking point on the stand-up, haven't you? Like, how, how did, how was that stuff like that? I think it's, it's really, really important to, um, to make it more than it is, and that goes a long way to building team spirit. Um, I mean. Fortunately, in the UK right now, and I think most of Europe right now at least, we're still allowed to go out. So whilst we're working from home, um, we can still go and do things. So we've got our Christmas due tonight. Um, so we'll all be having a good good drink together. It might be our last hurrah for a while. Um, but stuff like that and, and making sure you can engage everyone in that and making it for everyone. Not everyone's into going and getting leathered, are they? Um, <laughs> there's other stuff. So we do Achievers stuff where we've done uh, zip lining and um, whitewater rafting and stuff like that. Things that sort of bring the team together um, outside of work, which then in turn um, really, really improves the relationships and team spirit that people have within the team on a day-to-day basis when they're actually at work. Um, Atta, we'll throw it back to you. Have you got any any thought, anything to add?
1: Actually, you covered most of the things uh, we, we do already. You, or Let's say you have more fun than with what we <laughs> do. You go rafting and all these things. Do you want to jump? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> let's, uh, I'll switch tomorrow. So yeah, what um, I think what we did in our team is uh, we tried uh, normal Fika, you know, coffee, uh, cookies and talking. And some people ended up uh, mainly me hijacking the conversation. So we switched into gaming uh, days like the Fika is about gaming. So. Uh, and we use that also as a, uh, not just gaming or, and we used it as a team building exercise, right? We, you see different skills in different people. Uh, and we ended up, uh, we, we rotate games. So some weeks we play Among Us, for example, and it shows you people who can sell themselves and who can, uh, you know, uh, lie and <laughs> stuff like that. And the other guy uh, then, some people were not comfortable with that because they're too honest, right? Then we switched into other games like uh, draw eyes, so people will draw and try. You see how they can connect the words with what they can draw, and how what other people can, you know, differentiate just one line and figure out the thing. So it's amazing. It it shows you uh, the different personalities, different ways of thinking, and that makes you connect with these people differently. So. Now, like, I can communicate with someone differently because I know that they think about something in a different way than the other guys. So you can be careful with someone, you can be straightforward with someone, you can try, uh, maybe some people don't like to come to these calls because they're too exposed. So you try to find something else uh, to to include them with. So I think uh, that's mainly what you guys said and, uh, you know, lucky you You enjoy your days more.
0: Than what I will yeah. say is you, you, can, you can certainly learn a lot about people by playing Among Us. Um I don't know if anyone else has played that, but you can certainly learn a lot about people's yeah. personality from that.
2: Friendship, Friendships are lost on the basis <laughs> of exactly. that, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, same with uh, your standard board games. We play a lot of... Um, Monopoly kills. Monopoly. Yeah. Cards Against Humanity, you learn a lot about people's uh, sense of humour in Cards Against Humanity, Uh, so we play an awful lot of that. Uh, Cluedo, again, slightly similar to Among Us, but uh, way, way less complicated. Um, But you you learn about who the good liars are, you learn about who's good with deceit. Um, It's funny, once you get into the point where you're um, leading a team, or at least working with a team where you have some influence, how much you read into these little things that you wouldn't in, in other situations isn't it you start to pick up on things that people do and how can yeah. i use this to manage them better moving forward uh, it's definitely definitely interesting so it says that you've all got some 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 good cultures within your company um, some some good things implemented i think everyone has had to in the last 18 months or so with with the situation in the world has had to innovate ways to connect teams and it sounds like you're all part of teams that Really, really embraced that, and it's good to hear. Um, Prakash, it's your question to, to finish us off today. What is your question?
3: Ah, oh, okay. My question was, what were your organization's main consideration in setting up work from home
0: or remote working policies? Okay, so we're going into um, into rigidity and rules like that. Um, it's, I'm so, really intrigued to uh, find make, out. Uh,
3: let me just add the line here that the main idea behind this question is i know that most digital products building they will say because to find the right resources it's hard in stockholm or like yeah that's an obvious so probably there could be much much more reasons to it right uh, how this policy has been set from a company so i'm very curious to hear from the other people of all your ideas around this topic
0: so what sort of stuff have you implemented at Universum before we we open it to Atta and Ben?
3: No, so uh, I would say for Universum, uh, even before pandemic, it was like a, we never had uh, any anything called a law in place. So it's like, a, yeah, you can work from home and uh, it's not like there is anything written like as a law, but then
0: during when the first pandemic... Oh, <laughs> I'll worry these things happen uh, i'll get the guys to edit it out i might leave it in <laughs> okay. oh, mm, yeah
3: and and actually when we opened up the first opening after covid the law we implemented was like at least for the people who are in stockholm uh, we had like a three days at work and two days working working from home to choose and that's one of the one of the law we implemented but th- th- this doesn't apply to global uh, universum only to Stockholm, basically, but now again, very recently we, we kind of like removed that as for the recommendation. So th- so that's all we have right now, but we still very flexible. But I would rather say one of the key thing is employer engagement as well from a universal point of view. We are very broad when it comes to different teams, how they work, not necessarily so digital product is one, one aspect of it, but we have a quite a lot of consulting and other teams that, that that works in a slightly different model as well so that's that's pretty much on the universal side
0: okay hey, thanks prakash um let's go to ben first what are your thoughts
2: yeah so i think that the main considerations you know first and foremost if we're talking pre and post covid you know post covid is just the the health and the safety of, of the employee But I think it's only once companies started rolling that out after, you know, five or six months and and maybe getting used to a full or at least mostly remote uh, working uh, environment that they saw the the advantages and disadvantages that that brought and then started emphasising them when actually writing them into work policy. Because I don't think most companies had set policy uh before covid and now they're you know changing them on the fly as we go so puzzle for example doesn't it's 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 basically fully hybrid um there are some people who are literally in the office every single day in, in stockholm and in, in in other places of the world where we're permitting um but there are some p- people who might come in once a month once every couple of months just to kind of check the pulse and uh, and check the the temperature in the office so it's it's fully kind of uh, fully flexible uh, and i think that's going to be how we're going to go going forward i think a lot of companies if they don't offer that are putting themselves at a, a massive disadvantage so the first thing health and safety second thing uh, as a consideration is 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 you know like you've mentioned if you don't offer that you're you're going to massively limit your your talent pool um, and, and you're going to be at a huge disadvantage to your competitors. I think the third thing that that has become more and more apparent to me is on the, the diversity and inclusion side of things. Um, as a big positive, so we've, talk, we've talked about how do you feel included and connected? Maybe in a negative light that we need to up our game. But I think on the positive side of, of diversity and inclusion with regards to working from home, uh, you know, just on LinkedIn, I've seen a lot, for example, of single mums or new mums who are now able to access a lot of different jobs that they previously weren't able to because employers are offering so much more flexibility than they previous, previously were. Um, you know, people with mental health uh, issues, you know, previously you'd either have to drag yourself into the office or you know make up a lie and and tell your boss you were sick if you didn't want to work if you didn't feel like you know you wanted to be surrounded by people every day Uh, i think there's been overwhelming evidence that that a lot of you know people in people of color particularly from the united states don't really want to go back to the office that much because they feel like they receive a lot of microaggressions on a daily basis so i think for a lot of different underrepresented groups this is actually a really good thing and I think this is something that employers if they're not already considering this when writing their policy about working from home they really should be because I think forcing people into the office who don't want to come into the office underrepresented group or not is is not the way forward for for a workplace
0: it's a really interesting point because there's there's now evidence to to point that really isn't there to say what is um what is motivating you as a company in in saying that you must come into the office because let's be honest two years ago um and, and and before that it was unthinkable to to be fully remote um just wouldn't happen just wouldn't happen whereas now I mentioned earlier that you can broaden your talent pool uh, but you can also broaden the the level of people people's engagement and and it's a big thing for me to be able to enjoy your job and not a lot of people do if we're if we're honest. And this is a real opportunity for companies to get a small win um, in in giving people the opportunity to have that flexibility that Ben mentions. Um, moving forward and we all like our home comforts. We all like that. We, can, we don't have to spend five, six pounds a day on lunch or parking or commuting. Um, and it, it almost feels like a treat going into the office now as a, am here and I'm checking the pulse, I'm collaborating with my team, um, but I completely agree that it, it opens up an awful lot of room for, uh, for companies and employers to get real wins out of the new situation, um, particularly with the evidence um, that is presented in front of us now with what we've all been through. Um, Atta, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, so at CENCH, we embraced the work from home immediately, right? Uh, And since we are a huge company, like distributed into all continents, we followed the local guidelines of governments and basically shut down most offices and limited amount of people who can be there. They have to register before coming up and all that. And uh, at first it was really hard. Like, you know, uh, you, it felt like everyone was trying to work hard to prove like, oh yeah, I deserve this job or uh, during this time I need to to prove myself. But after a little bit, I think it became evidence that uh, we need to balance the workload. And the new policy is, it depends on your uh, position and if, whether you're needed at office or not, you can either be fully at the office you you have to pick one right and you have to agree with your manager so either you you be fully at the office or uh, choose a hybrid model or fully at home if, if there is really no need for you to come so we're flexible at that uh, at that uh, in that regard so i i picked the of course the uh, hybrid model where uh, i chose to go once to once a week to the office because i think that's enough right it's just the one one day to have lunch with uh, your colleagues or and uh, meet them. Maybe someone will remember you when they look at you and say, oh yeah, I need something from you, which is one of the downsides of going to this, right? Uh, more work. But uh, in general, it's. Uh, I think that this has been a uh, positive development uh, lately uh, uh, so that, you know, I felt like I'm back to the company. But at the same time, I'm flexible, I can stay at home with my kids we got a, a new uh, a baby uh, back in April so being around it's definitely uh, different than my first kid where I was at work most of the time I see her like once or uh, one or two hours a day now I see her almost all day right she's around she attends meeting uh, and, and stuff like that so it's it's really different and I think it's a privilege to be able to to be part of that without being judged, right? Or without being, uh, and that's accessibility has been said, like it's something where we couldn't have before. I always been uh, against the arguments like, yeah, you have to be at the office, but why? Why do I need to be there 24 uh, or for eight hours a day, right? And waste two hours to go to the office, that's 10 hours plus, as you said, lunch for like 100 or 120 kronas plus, Transportation, so you you save all these things, uh, and it feels it feels good. It feels good, and then as you said, you go to the office once a week. You treat yourself. You meet guys. You buy the most expensive lunch, maybe with some uh, treats, and and you enjoy yourself. And you go go, come back to to work at home. So it's it's been really really great. So I think yeah, Sense has been great in embracing this and providing flexibility that suits. Everyone.
0: Yep. A final sort of question from me. Um would you say that you're all as a yes no, just as just to round off, would you say that you're happier um with the new situation? Like I mean it's sounds a horrible question with what's gone on in the world, but in terms of the what's come out of it in in the remote working and, and being more flexible with with the way in which you can work. As a yes no, would you say that you're all happier or not? We'll go at first.
1: Definitely, definitely. I I actually used to work remotely for for a bit before uh, moving to Sweden and uh, you know starting to work from offices. So it, it I, I I felt both or I lived both uh, worlds, and I think yeah, hybrid is the best. Uh, so yeah, I'm definitely happier. I enjoy it uh, better than before. Yeah.
0: Um, so we've established there that Atta and ben are much much happier um in the new way of working working uh, as a hybrid prakash what do you think uh, definitely i think i think it's it's
3: definitely good for in general for the health of the team and it's empowering the employees 100% because like um, like others said different people have like you know different life that's going on and it's, it's like a, and most of them are adapting to it and that's what I li- I really like about the change that's happening even though my personal choice I said I like hybrid but and I would like to come to office quite often because like but that that I really like I, I need people's presence but that doesn't stop from anybody else to choose their decisions and that's the same thing I tell my team now you have
0: all your options so you decide. I'm going we'll leave it there for today. This has been another episode of the Evolution Exchange podcast. I want to take this opportunity to thank Atta, Ben and Prakash for providing their insights into the topic today. And, and thank you all for listening as well. Um, if you're listening and you'd like to get involved in one of our upcoming podcasts, please do reach out to me on LinkedIn or by email at sean.hughes at evolution-nordics.com and we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Thank
1: you.